Dispensing cannabis business knowledge beyond a million square feet of cultivation space, CannabisRadio.com proudly presents Blunt Business, harvested by Strainwise Consulting. Together, we will navigate the challenges and opportunities of one of the most profitable industries on earth. Join us each episode to hear our weekly roundtables and interviews with industry professionals. Now, let's delve into some blunt business with your host. We're here once again with another installment of Blunt Business on CannabisRadio.com. As always, glad to have you subscribe, share, please rate and review the show if you're listening to the show on Apple Podcasts or, you know, and also just spread the word. We can always have more people come to the conversation. The door's always open. Now, my next guest represents one of the largest multi-state cannabis and hemp operators in the U.S. Across its branded products, the company's in the forefront of precision dose branded products for the treatment of specific medical symptoms. They currently distribute its branded products in select states and are expanding licensing and distribution to numerous additional markets encompassing thousands of dispensaries. With that said, I want to welcome the Chief Operating Officer of Merrimed Incorporated, Tim Shaw, on the Blunt Business. Tim, thanks for being here. Thanks for having me. Nice to see you, George. Hey, always. Glad to have you on. Another company that we want to definitely put a, a spotlight on because we haven't, I don't know we've had Merriman on cannabis radio, but never too soon, never too late. <clears throat> now, oh, I think we're virgins on the show and we appreciate it. Absolutely. Unlike a lot of other MSOs, Merriman is in essence creating craft grown cannabis. That's one I want to start off with real quick. And there were some craft proof points that were provided to me uh, for the interview. And I want to just bring some of these across. Okay. First, instead of heavily relying on automation, you ensure each plant is individually cared for by your trained staff. Each room has a unique environment set up for the strains in that room from water, lights, nutrients, CO2, and its own growth specialist. Merriman uses an entirely separate room for sativa-dominant strains that require a much longer flowing schedule to ensure they get the care and light they need. Merriman uses a system of 55-gallon food drums, similar to wine or beer aging, for the curing process rather than square stacked totes, allowing to rotate the barrels to aid in aeration, avoid fermentation, wet spots, and compaction, and touch the finalized product less. And the flour is hand-trimmed hand by using specialized silicone tools to reduce the number of trichomes lost during the process. So I don't know if I've got a chance to hear about, but you know, the it's a pretty big company. You're creating, cultivating large volume, growing craft cannabis. Talk to me about this concept of being able to go ahead and maintain a craft status. Yeah, craft at scale, right? Um, it's something that a lot of folks look for. Um, it's what's going to sell. It's what the consumers want. And, you know, we take it very seriously. Um, you know, you mentioned a bunch of the, you took the words out of my mouth on a lot of the pieces of the puzzle and it's the, the minutia, the, the small details that add up to, to making the end result being a craft product. Um, you know, building many small rooms is a little more expensive than the upfront um, cost to build out a facility. <laughs> Doing that allows us to really have more hands-on like you alluded to earlier. Um, there's plenty of room for automation, and we do that. We don't hand water or anything to that effect. We do have fertigation systems, et cetera. But we do, in our SOPs, ensure that each plant is touched on a daily basis, um, giving you know as much love and care that a human can give on a, on a commercial size. Um, it may cost a little bit more, but the end result is, is a multiplier of 
what I'll call commercial cannabis if it's it's all done in an AI environment. Now, Tim, when you do that, does that kind of move the numbers from one column to the other? Because what you're really doing is by adding this extra effort, love and attention, a little extra TLC plus the extra time and money spent on the process, does that take away any issues of compliance? That would kind of weigh down the compliance issues that they have. So you would already have that continuous, you know, oversight. Yeah, that's right. I mean, um, being having hands on at all times, the seed to sale aspect of compliance is, is an easier task to manage. Um, paying attention, having eyes on every plant every day. We're catching things early. Um, we don't use pesticides or any type of spray on our plant for anything as we are able to mitigate problems before they happen. Um, so a lot of the things that these other folks are dealing with, we are mitigating with preventative maintenance. Mm -hmm. Now, um, I want to go and get into <clears throat> what's really the uh, interest that we had from uh, when we did a lot of interviews for the MG Business Conference in Las Vegas and also MG Impact. We had roving reporters there on site to talk about MSO expansion because we're seeing a yep. lot of that. It's, it's become the common thing that everyone feels that federal legalization is going to be there's not a timetable but everybody really feels like the time is now to shore up everything in anticipation and there's never a, a way necessarily to go ahead and time it out but there's a lot of obstacles still because we're still waiting for that legalization to become into fruition now one of the things that happened with merriment in april new cannabis ventures reported that you are looking to expand after securing a $46 million in financing and going public. Now, you already have been running manufacturing retail in Massachusetts, Illinois, Maryland, plus a pilot program in the Delaware, and also expanding into Nevada. You manufacture top-selling brands, including Betty's uh, Edibles, Calm Fusion, and Nature's Heritage. So talk about the expansion efforts and what has happened since April. And, you know, the mindset of being able to go ahead and time everything out. Yeah, timing's everything and it's difficult, right? And with all the talks of decriminalization or federal legalization or safe banking, um, every it's, it's become a rat race where I think everybody's looking to get as many stakes in the ground and have as much market share as possible. Um, you know, we, we agree to that to an extent, but also you have to be strategic. We still believe in, you know, being profitable um, I think a lot of folks are going out and spending too much. Um, the economy is going to, um, just like any business, supply and demand is going to affect what the worth is in each one of these markets. Um, so we're, we've taken an organic approach and in going into markets that we can build from the ground up and, you know, take a, take an approach that is fiscally responsible. We are, um, cash flow positive and that's a something that not too many MSOs can say yeah and we want to stay that way um, with the change coming with the uh, capital partner in Hadron it does allow us to look at things a little differently um, and be able to get into some M&A around some of these markets and we're taking a real strategic approach on which markets are going to make the most sense to deploy this um, capital and and grow our grow our footprint. 
feels like it wasn't that long ago where we had licensed producers and the whole route of every company wanted to go public had to go through Canada and make the workaround because the legalization was already available there. Now, right. as you talk about you want to be strategic in where you decide to expand next. So Merriman is considering markets like Pennsylvania, New Jersey, New York, also in discussion with Ohio and Michigan. So with this momentum that legalization is getting, because right now we're only working off of the momentum of that. And when you look at the end of, you know, the cycle here of where you want to expand by the time legalization does happen, you know, what's the give me a little bit of idea of where you feel like are those states right there listed? Is that where you'd want to be in, the, in a certain amount of states, at least about, say, 10 or 12 and already have an east to west coast kind of expansion ready to go by the time legalization's here? Yeah, I mean, you named a lot of the hot states that we are looking at. Um, the Midwest and um, up and down the East Coast has really been our, our major focus. Um, the country of California is a, is a tough cookie to, to break into. And there's a lot of smart people, um, grinding out, trying to make a name for themselves there. Um, we think California will be an important state. Um, but as of right now, we are looking as these new States come aboard on the East coast, as the regulations continue to open up and really allow for a limited license, uh, a little bit more, um, controlled markets for us to be able to thrive in is, is really what we're trying to focus on. All right. Well, that's it. Let's go ahead and go to commercial. I'm here with the CEO of Merrimed Incorporated, Tim Shaw here on Blunt Business. We'll be back in two and two. Rolling into some sponsors, but we'll be right back with more Blunt Business. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. Welcome back to Blunt Business. I'm here with Tim Shaw, the Chief Operating Officer of Merrimed Incorporated. And, you know, if you want to go and take a look at the website, while we're reviewing uh, all the wonderful things that are going on at Merrimed with Tim, website is merrimedinc.com, M-A-R-I-M-E-D-I-N-C.com. And, it, you know, much like myself, the investor aficionado that I am, I made a little bit of a little bit. 
Uh, OTC markets, you can see them listed under the ticker MRMD. Now, Tim, let's go ahead and move along and talk about what's been going on with Congress, where they have been, where they are with things right now. Market Watch recently reported, while Congress is expected to lift the federal prohibition on cannabis someday, <clears throat> the Capitol Hill remains to occupy with other matters in the current fall session to take up the issue. Now, we have the infrastructure and now bill off and now on to President Biden's desk to sign. So hopefully, maybe this is something they're going to still get and fall into. But we'll talk a little bit in, in the next segment to talk about what else they're trying to do while we're waiting for the CAOA Act to be put into play and hopefully be pushed uh, into a vote. Yep. So now, questions around catalysts for the cannabis sector from D.C. have been frequent in recent conversations with investors. But with other items such as infrastructure, healthcare, and potential tax hikes under debate, they don't know if, that, if the federal measure will be in the near future. <clears throat> Quote, prospects for action on bills regarding federal cannabis to be passed in the fall seem to have waned, and that's according to a research note by Alliance Global Partners analyst Aaron Gray. The next six months may still provide a window for some early action in 2022 before attention shifts to the midterm elections. So as we're waiting, is there anything you're hearing from D.C. or do you follow what's going on there? You know, how let's just say how pin, um, how vigilant have, has, has your team been waiting to see if you're hearing any rumblings at all about what could happen? I think you have to, right? I mean, there's a lot of change being talked about. We haven't seen much action actually take place. Um, it seems that there has been a ton of discussions um, back and forth, safe banking, everything going on now. Um, but it just seems like it always gets kicked down when the, when the rubber hits the road. So I don't know that we're very optimistic that the change is going to happen now, but um, we you know, work hard to strategize and be prepared for when that change happens. You know, I think everybody would love to be uplisted from OTC to the big board when the change happens. Um, I just don't know that this, uh, my, my crystal ball is pretty foggy on this one. I don't, I don't see it happening this, this go around. But one, the one thing I will say is <clears throat> regardless of, you know, the fact that, okay, if the, if the Democrats control, the House, or at least have, you know, 50 50 when it comes to the Senate and a majority in the House. What they do have, and no matter what, we know we don't have to worry about what Congress is going to do. They're eventually going to pass, no matter how you slice the way that whole setup is because of the bipartisan support. So you have that going for you. Uh, the other thing, too, is, I mean, do you think, I mean, there, it sounds like. Well, I don't know why they wouldn't think that cannabis would not be something that would go ahead and get as a win now as support for the midterm election support. I don't get why they're not going for that because there wasn't I mean, there might be some there were obviously some people that were fine with this build back better plan, which originally was President Obama's idea that they wanted to pass a long time ago. They got the something like that here. But do we want to see this rushed and do we want to see where? Would the smart play be that, you know, wait until after the midterms and then maybe there's a different shuffling that will say, OK, we don't care which side of the aisle decides to vote on cannabis. Let's just get it passed. Yeah, I think that's long overdue. And I think that's somewhat what was promised in the last primary. Right. And it's it went from um, looking like and I think all of the MSOs that are on the OTC 
you know, experienced a high when Biden got brought in thinking that this was going to be the big change and, and nothing has happened. So, um, yeah, you would think it's, it's time two years into, uh, to make that change. But this because they want is <clears throat> because they want to make it where, you know, the Democrats want to be able to get the credit. I get that. That's where I think we're going to have a little bit of holdup because of the fact that it was there were Democrats like, you know, Booker, Schumer, Wyden, uh, Elizabeth yeah. Warren that have all supported. They've all written bills in some way, shape or form. Kamala Harris, the vice president, has done the same thing. So they all have something written in place. It's a lot of their their language is going to be in the bill. It's going to be what they want in the bill for the most part, which I don't see why there's certain things that would not get added or, or taken out. But it's just they want the credit. I'm like it doesn't it doesn't make a difference. If you want to help save this economy, let cannabis be open for business. Let these cannabis companies like Merrimed jump under the NYNC or Nasdaq. Yeah, I mean you you think everything's progressing and going forward, and then. I don't know if you saw JP Morgan just put some restrictions on all of its clients and not being able to um, have any type of purchases or be invested in any cannabis related stock, not even just no. plant, but cannabis related stocks. The regression is not helping. I mean, they're going to do that because they're just trying to, it's trying to save their ass. Let's just say that I get it. When you have a big institutional or firm like, like them, they're going to advise in certain ways because They'll jump on the bandwagon as soon as it's time. And there will be a lot of institutional investors feeling the same way. Now, let's look at some of the things that could get passed while we're waiting for a full-scale legalization. Listen, I, I'm fine with slow and steady. I know there's a lot of companies that are really invested in saying they felt the, the rush and like, okay, we got to jump in real quick. And we've had that for a number of years. First of all, you had all the infiltration of a lot of C-level executives, Fortune 1000 executives we've seen for the last five years that have made their way into, into top-level positions that companies have brought on board. And then the other part was, is the strategy by said executives about where they wanted to go. And once they got the startup funding, the VC funding, they got the chance to go ahead and start expanding out. And as new markets opened up, they're just following suit. The Safe Banking Act. We know a lot of people would love to see that come up. It's bipartisan support. Passed the House of Representatives in April, has yet to move forward in the Senate. The business does continue to scale up on the statewide level in New York, New Jersey, Illinois, Michigan, and other states have legalized cannabis for medical or recreational use or both. And going to be quoting from Satish M. Keeney, a partner at Debevois and Plimpton, or Debevois, I guess how it sounds who works in the banking sector, they talked to marketwatch.com and said, for now, we have an impasse. You know, we already know the safe banking act was being trying to be inserted into the National Defense Authorization Act. Is that still going to happen, do you feel like? Is that something that can be passed in as part of the NDAA? Do you think we have that caveat come in before we get somewhere else? I think it is going to be a staged approach, and, and <clears throat> safe banking does make sense as one of the first stages um, and I think it's really important. Um, safe banking will help with inclusion and allow more folks to be involved in this industry, not just the haves and uh, the, the have nots can actually have more access to capital and normal, um, normal banking to, to start businesses as these states open up more and more facilities. So I think safe banking would be the right step. And um, hopefully gets pushed through in the near future. 
We're going to come back with more questions for Tim Shaw, COO of Merimed Incorporated, MerimedINC.com. We'll be back with final questions with Tim after this. Rolling into some sponsors, but we'll be right back with more Blunt Business. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Back with final questions with Tim Shaw, the Chief Operating Officer of Merrimed Inc., here on Blunt Business, Benzinga recently wrote about potential reform compromise. Now, this happened back in October, but just the thought of what was trying to be done, I, I have to admit, the there is a bit of a bravery behind, you know, where some of the policymakers, who I'm always very critical of, and, you know, I could not trust for my life, depending on it, at least the attempt to try to get something worked out. I can at least, you know, give some, I have to give some credit and some respect due for that. Now, earlier this in, in October, Senators Elizabeth, Elizabeth Warren and Senator Cory Booker, Cory Booker, we already mentioned before, talking about how they've all had some kind of drawn-up legislation for legalization of cannabis in some way, shape, or form. They sent a letter to the Department of Justice urging to decriminalize cannabis. So they made the effort. And the letter contained a deadline for action on October 20th. As far as I know, I don't think anything happened with that. But one analyst said he believes Democrats are willing to compromise on cannabis reform, potentially settling for federal decriminalization rather than legalization. Now, since MSOs are not allowed to trade on major exchanges like NASDAQ or NYSE and technically run federal illegal, illegal businesses, most institutional investors will not touch them. But there are several ways the path can be cleared for U.S. MSOs to uplist, potentially open the door to major institutional buying. So I wanted to get your thoughts about this, this attempt at least to try to get decrim put in place some kind of relief and the opening for potential listing up. Yeah, you know, I mean, selfishly, the way the world works today is opportunity. Once um, institutional money can come in, it's going to be a free for all. Um, I selfishly like Merrimed to be in another 10 markets before that changes um, and then open the floodgates. Um, we'd like to continue to work through some of these more difficult opportunities um, that have large barriers of entry for people to raise money and get into these markets. So at the moment, um, I, I, I would like to see it stay the way it is until um, until next year sometime coming with decrim and then um, the floodgates will open. Money will be available at more reasonable pricing. Uh, the, the cost of money will come down significantly and um, we'll see some market 
compression. We'll see some market regulation and we'll see what this industry is really is really worth and what it's really made of. Since that story broke, there was also a story that Reuters reported about that legislation could decriminalize marijuana and establish a tax on cannabis sales. And that was presented by Republican Representative Nancy Mace with a goal of introducing it to the House of Representatives later this month. So there's that part. And it would be another compromise measure that might not be so far-reaching as more comprehensive bills in Congress that have been being sought. So we know there's that part. It's obvious that I think what they're going to do is that they, they don't they're going to just find something else to just open open the floodgates a little bit, open commerce, open opportunities for the cannabis industry. So it sounds like in the meantime, while, you know, playing politics has to be done on a timeline because of midterm elections, yeah. at least we're starting to see legislators finding ways to get in here. And I'm really, you know, it's kind of a, it's kind of pleasing to see that. Yeah. And, you know, the, the thing that we have to really be careful of is these states are now relying on the tax revenue, um, the employment in the cannabis space in the legal states is, is a great industry, great for, great for um, the people in, in these states. The issue will be if it goes federally decrim and the walls come down and there's interstate commerce, um, there could be the opportunity of consolidation in some Midwestern states, millions of square feet of canopy shipping across the country, which could be devastating to the industry, devastating to the state. So I think there's layers that um, are being thought about to try to protect the state's income today um, so that that doesn't happen. The other part, too, is that uh, the congressman is a first-term House member Marijuana Moment report also that the bill would put interstate regulation of marijuana under the Alcohol and Tobacco Tax and Trade Bureau, which I've heard some people on our program here that have been a little bit hesitant to see that happening because of wondering, you know, which government, which governmental body would actually, well, actually, no, I rephrase, because they didn't want the FDA to go ahead and to be the governing body. They prefer that the ATTB would be the governing body if they get to the point where, you know, we get there's going to be some kind of oversight federally and leave right. it to the states as we all would want. Uh, Absolutely. Now, we're just going to wrap things up real quick. Send people to the website, M-A-R-I-M-E-D-I-N-C.com. Uh, we haven't had a chance to talk about the brands, but I want you to go take a minute to talk to our listeners about some of the brands you have uh, showcased right now and, you know, how people can go and continue to stay connected and learn more about the ongoing story of Merrimad. Thanks, George. Yeah, I mean, we're uh, we're focused heavily on high quality brands, bringing the highest value, highest quality products to to our consumers. Um, our nature's heritage is our premium flower and concentrates brand, which is um, really number one, two, three here in Massachusetts and Maryland. Um, Betty's Eddie's, any market we're in uh, with the Betty's Eddie's Fruit True has been a, a market leader. Uh, we have some really new and exciting products coming out um, in the end of this year and first quarter. We've got an ice cream product. We've got some awesome artisanal baked goods and um, an energy powder drink mix that is going to be uh, game changing. So we're really excited about the products we have coming out, all high quality ingredients, high quality precision dose products that um, the, the consumers all have gravitated to. So we're excited about all that. 
Um, and yeah, MRMD is the ticker. And as you alluded to, marimedinc.com is our website and we, we try to stay connected and, and come check us out. And I like the fact you know, that you did bring up the fact about the ice cream line uh, doing cannabis infused vegan and dairy ice cream uh, and outrageous flavors. You know, I've seen some stores that, you know, I remember seeing on the news where some ice cream shops are to try to infusing TEC into the product, but I haven't seen anybody doing like an actual product line out there. That's the first that I'm hearing about that and looking forward to see how that works out. Might yeah, be a, a, really, especially when it comes to the flavoring, you know, to make sure you, like any kind of edible, just to make sure that the flavor, uh, quotient is really just so it's so good that you don't have any kind of aftertaste and things like that in the process that goes with it tim i really appreciate you taking time out the token and talk to us here on blunt business thank you again for making time and answering all my questions and let's definitely keep in touch absolutely have a great one josh right and listeners thank you again for listening to blunt business as you always do so glad to have the support from listeners like you to listen to the show and if you ever want to go and give me feedback any people that you think we should be talking about on the program, any topics we should be talking about on the program, please email me, Brasco, B-R-A-S-C-O, at CannabisRadio.com. And I'll talk to you next time. The opinions expressed on this CannabisRadio.com program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of the staff and management of CannabisRadio.com. Any rebroadcast, republication, or retransmission of this program without proper consent is prohibited. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early, so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.